Hey there! So before I jump into this episode on boundaries, I just wanted to let you know that the doors for Awaken You, a program that is all about radical self-love, it is launching and it is open right now. The doors are open. We are going to spend four weeks together building a relationship with spirit, deepening our connection to ourselves, whether that is identifying our joys, uh, really identifying a limiting belief system, and getting curious about our shadows. And what about also doing some very specific goal setting? It's going to be a really beautiful four weeks together and I would be so grateful if you joined me. You can find more info over at riseupsisterhood.com slash awaken or click the link in the show notes. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed this episode today. You're listening to the Rise Up Sisterhood podcast, where we chat about soul, spirit, sisterhood, and a little bit of everything in between. Here is your host, aka me, Jen. Hello, sweet friends. I am so excited to record this episode and share it with you today. We are going to chat about boundaries and... I hope that you can take a little something from this and use it to move forward in your life and hopefully create some healthy boundaries for yourself. So what the heck is a boundary anyway? It's really learning what your limits are when you're presented with a certain decision or situation and really having a healthy respect of yourself and teaching others just exactly what you will and won't allow into your mental, physical, and emotional space. So do you have healthy boundaries in place? I know it's taken me a while to learn the different areas of my life where I feel good saying yes and when it's appropriate to say no. But knowing now how to say no when something doesn't feel right to me, has opened up my world. Things flow so much easier. I don't waste time on stuff that feels awful. And I make more room for goodness and love and abundance. And I feel good each and every day knowing that I'm making decisions out of integrity that feel right to me. And I can only hope that everybody listening gets to that place if they aren't there already. Saying no can be incredibly challenging, but it gets easier with practice, let me tell you. So why would you want to set better boundaries for yourself? It truly is just a beautiful, deeper connection to who you are and what you stand for. It helps create such higher self-esteem because being able to stand up for yourself gives you confidence. And it creates an incredible bullshit radar. You immediately are going to know when a yes is a yes and a no is a no based on who is saying it, what they're saying. You're going to be able to feel those spidey senses immediately. And you're going to be able to shut stuff down when it doesn't feel right. (laughs) Now, I know that standing up for ourselves is tough and Knowing where to draw the line is challenging, but it truly is the ultimate act of self-love and respect. And of course, if doing this is new for you, it's pretty common to feel guilty or fearful or or doubtful, especially because we don't know how the other person is going to react and we don't want to ruffle feathers because maybe that's the status quo and 
I'm sorry, but feathers need to be ruffled sometimes. Am I right? And just coming back to knowing that you are worth it, 100% you're worth it. That can make things easier. And of course, that is a practice. It is a definite practice. And I do have some mantra and some woo tools for you that we'll chat about at the end of this as well. Remembering that using the word no as a complete sentence is perfectly acceptable. I mean, you can say no thank you or not at this time, but no means no. We seem to have no problem teaching that to our children, but when it comes to the other adults in our life, I don't know why it is so much more challenging. It may go back to the whole idea of the tribe mentality where when we were when we were cave people, <laughs> we would have to stay in a tightly formed group or else we would risk being eaten by a saber-toothed tiger. So we would be more likely to say yes, sure, okay, if it meant that it kept us safe. But that's just still ingrained in our lizard minds and things are much different now. We can operate independently and we don't have to risk death by animal dismemberment. I mean, we don't in the Western world here. (laughs) I don't know where you live. Maybe I'm jumping to conclusions, but I'm pretty sure that most places we don't have to worry about that quite as much anymore. No is a complete sentence. So I'll ask you this. When we are saying yes to things that don't feel right and we are not setting firm with boundaries, we can feel certain things. And I'm wondering if you feel this way. So do you feel a pit in your stomach after saying you'll do something or possibly feel resentment? Maybe you really start to feel angry about the fact that you are always the one doing the thing. That's a pretty good sign that you do not have your boundaries in place, sister. And that is a good time for you to set back and think about what it is that you do want to allow in those situations and what you just absolutely do not. Take the time to go over it in those moments. Because if you don't, you're just going to continue to allow the same shit to happen and we don't want that anymore. Really looking at different scenarios close to the times that they happen and observing how we react is how we get to know who we are. So nothing needs to be set in stone. Let's just remember that as well, right? So we have our boundaries. We decide yes, we decide no. It doesn't have to be a hard no all the time. And let me just make it clear. I don't mean that, oh, okay, sometimes we throw our boundaries out the window. This is where trusting how we feel is going to come into play. So maybe presented with a decision, normally you may say no to, but you know, this time you're feeling like, hey, you know what? I may be open to it. Just lean into your personal feelings, both both physically and emotionally, and it will really allow you to make an informed decision moving forward. We don't have to be too rigid, especially in relationships where, you know, we want to be met equally 100, 100%. We're both always willing to give and take where needed. And it's normal too when setting boundaries to feel pushback. So if saying no is really new for you, You're going to have people in your life that do not like it. We all know what it's like to say no to a toddler. Not that this is the example, but adults behave the same way. 
They may lash out, get angry. So of course, if you're setting a boundary and it's a dangerous situation, like a physical boundary, whether it's an abuse situation, maybe we don't set those boundaries in person or we do it with other people around for deeper support. That's a little bit out of the scope of practice here. Uh, but especially if it's something where you're actually concerned about for your safety, bring in support, whether it's law enforcement or whatever that may be. But for those typical people, maybe you have a mom that you finally said, you can not feed my children sugar right before bed. It just equals an awful bedtime and they wake up miserable because they didn't get proper rest. And that's your, your, that's your boundary that you have set. Mom might be like, well, I'm grandma. I get to do these things. You know, she's going to push back. Be assertive. Know your worth and you know what is best for your family. Be assertive. The people who deserve to be in your life will find their place and they will respect your new boundaries. The others will move along. And it can be really painful to see who people are when they show you their true colors. I personally have had to cut people out of my life that I thought were lifelong best friends. But boundaries were crossed and it is what it is. It's sad, but it's a really great reminder that life feels better when I'm not being pushed constantly in ways that feel awful to me. Have a support system in place as well. So whether that's an online community like Rise Up Sisterhood or elsewhere, just let people know what's going on with you. If we're bottling everything inside and trying to figure everything out for ourselves, how can we always be expected to move forward with the best choices and the best actions or feel strong if we're not feeling strong? If we can reach out and ask for help or just ask for support when facing situations, it can make all the world of a difference to know that we have people standing behind us when we are in those situations where people are being confronted. People inherently want to support, so let them. Be, con- be courageous, keep consistent, and remember that saying no becomes easier with practice, and it sure is a practice, and you deserve it. You deserve it! So I'd love for you to take a moment here to maybe write down some areas where you are not feeling good about situations. Write them down and how would it feel if you set some boundaries in those areas? And are you willing to move forward with that? And if you need support, how can you find support? Now let's talk about some metaphysical spiritual support that can help you a little bit. So we all know our spirit guides are here to help us along the way, always. And they are here no matter what. They are our spiritual powerhouses that are with us. They work with us from our day of conception until we pass away. And they work with us and only us. And while they are always kind of working in the background, taking care of business, they truly do love when we ask for specific guidance and specific support. So if there's a situation where you need a little bit more strength and courage, just call in, ask for guidance, ask ask for support. And remember that you can ask in your mind. You don't have to say it out loud. You don't have to say it 
and in a prayer position or anything like that, you could just in your mind, in your heart, just ask, please support me while going through this current situation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you is a way that I always end my communication. You don't have to do that, but I do. (laughs) And they will be there for you. Everything is energy. Intention is energy. It's felt regardless. You could also call in some Archangel magic. Archangel Michael is the master of protection. So if you're feeling like you may get some pretty serious blowback from whatever situation you are finding yourself in, call in Michael. Again, you can go ahead and ask in your mind or you could say it out loud. And maybe you're looking for strength and courage in your situation. Call in Archangel Gabriel. Gabriel is the master of strength. Both very powerful allies for you when making decisions. And then, of course, when it comes to the metaphysical, we have to trust that we're being supported. Trust and allow yourself to receive that support. I think that it's always nice as well to work with mantra. So I am statements or affirmations. Uh, That can really begin the process of reprogramming our minds. So perhaps if you're finding that you're not setting boundaries in some pretty serious areas of your life, maybe it's time to start devoting 10 minutes per night to creating some mantra for yourself before bed. I actually would do it first thing in the morning, right as you wake up, and last thing right before you go to bed make it your bookends of your day so you are truly enclosing what or encasing I should say whatever happens in your day you're encasing it with your mantras so a really good first mantra may be I am worth it or maybe you want to throw an I am effing worth it you pick I honor myself I honor myself. I trust myself. I trust myself. I am worthy of respect. I am worthy of respect. My boundaries are golden. My boundaries are golden. Fake it till you make it, sister. Just say it until it feels right for you. Use those mantra in the moment. Fake it till you make it isn't maybe the nicest way to put that. However, there is lots of research that shows if you put yourself in a situation where you feel uncomfortable, but you present an act in a way that you would visualize someone powerful acting in that way, nine times out of ten, You walk in with a different energy and you show up differently and it leads to more success. Do that with your mantras. Say them until you believe them. Finally, another really great resource would be using maybe crystals or something along those lines. So some good crystals for you may be black colored crystals. They are beautiful for protection. So maybe using some black tourmaline or some obsidian or onyx, all really beautiful stones for protection. 
perhaps looking for some stones for courage. Looking at those deep, beautiful red tones would be great. So a carnelian or a bloodstone or even a garnet, my most favorite. Very beautiful stones for courage. And maybe confidence, crystals for confidence. Looking for more yellow tones, like a natural citrine or an ametrine or an orange calcite, which is actually yellow, not orange, <laughs> and sunstone, all really beautiful crystals to help with confidence and courage. When you're working with crystals, ask them. Ask them to do the job that you require of them and then believe that they are doing it. Give them that power. It's all in the mind, right? So I hope that listening today has hopefully motivated you to begin that process of setting boundaries. Reach out for help. Reach out and rise up sisterhood or your own local communities if that is something that you need. Reach out if you need a little help in any certain area because it is going to make all the difference if you feel supported versus feeling alone, right? Have a beautiful day. And I look forward to hearing from you soon in the sisterhood. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that you received some value or maybe a giggle or maybe gave you something to think about. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with your sisters. I'm sure they'd love to hear it as well. And if you're feeling up to it, leave us a five-star review. Thanks a lot. See you in the next one.